Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engaged. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The Force will be with you, always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Grant. How you doing tonight, Grant? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? I am excellent. And tonight's show is the big Endgame special review. Yes. We saw Endgame twice last week, and we have been dying to talk about it. So we're just going to get right into it. Okay. We should warn you all at the beginning. I, I don't think we're going to hold back on spoilers. We're just um, I mean, really be very difficult, I think, to review this movie and not talk about some of the spoilers that happened during it, because they're huge. Yeah. Right. I mean... Um, uh, you know, if you're looking for a quick review, thumbs up, positive, go see it. After that, we're getting into spoilers right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so look out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, go see the movie and then come back and join us and listen to the review after that. But here we go. In three, two, one. Spoilers. Okay. All right, here we go. So Grant, let's just throw it out there. What did you think? What's your first so, impression? My first impression was I absolutely loved it. It was, uh, you know, a great, uh, great movie. It was a great follow-up sequel to uh, Infinity War, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, it was a great end cap to the entire Marvel, what was it, 11 years now of all these movies. So, but yeah, overall, I liked all that. I mean, I guess just to, to skim before we really get into it, how about you? What'd you think? Uh, I was blown away by this, this movie. And I, I have to say, going into it, I had some concerns, you know, just because, you know, this is a huge undertaking that they that they're doing in this in this film you know wrapping up 11 years how many films like 22 films right uh you know and and they're going to wrap it all up and try to make it make sense and end some storylines and i mean it was it was a big undertaking so i i was like you know i i wonder if they're going to be able to pull it off and have it all make sense and be a good film and man they did it i just was stunned at how well it will how, how well they did it i mean it was really really good right uh yep i agree i mean i guess with the the elephant in the room so we'll talk about iron man I, i've i still feel so bad like i feel like i'm giving spoilers away like i feel like you know i've been so, so shielded like trying not to say anything to anybody but we were fair game this is the last 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 last, last chance last, last chance <laughs> pull out now if you if you if you haven't seen the movie but go ahead Grant. all right so um, with Iron Man's death, uh, that was a big one. And uh, I thought they handled it so nicely. Um, it was emotional. It was uh, it made sense in terms of the storyline. It was, you know, of anybody to save the day. And, you know, it began with Iron Man. It should end with Iron Man. And um, it was just great. I really liked his storyline. It came full circle. Um, you know, you really got to see the, the sort of like the the 
the you know it's fun to look at the the overall story arc of of tony stark and just you know the first movie he just kind of is like arrogant and you know and how he's evolved over time to this movie now he's you know basically willing to make the ultimate sacrifice he's not selfish anymore he's willing to do it for the greater good and i really really liked it i really was happy to see i mean obviously i didn't want to see iron man go but um if you know if it was time this was a perfect way to handle it yeah i i really thought I really didn't think it was going to be Tony. I, I really thought that I figured that Tony Stark was going to survive. I figured if anybody was going to die, it was going to be Cap. And um, I, I was really surprised they went in that direction. Um, I mean, you know, we've gotten hints about it over the years. Tony was always sort of the reluctant hero, right? In Iron Man, he kind of came out and was being the hero. But like ever, ever since sort of like even Iron Man 3... Iron Man 2, he's sort of been the reluctant hero, hasn't he? He's kind of been, you know, yeah, like he, yeah. he's doing it because he he can do it. He's the guy that can do it. But I know, you know, it was always sort of like he wanted to retire. You know, he wanted that that life that he got with Pepper after he got back from space, you know? Right, yeah. And, and um, it was fitting that it, it ends up being him that ends up being the sacrifice. But he, you know, I, I really liked his story arc, that he was always kind of the reluctant one in the bunch. You know, he wasn't like Cap, who who was like, this was his duty and he was going to do it, you know? Right. Yeah, no, I really liked that. I liked how they handled him a lot. So, and in terms of Iron Man, um, you know, like you said, going in, you thought it was going to be uh, Cap that would die. And I kind of did, I kind of thought the same thing. And we'll get to Captain America in a minute. But, um, you know, going in, there was a, a lot more talk of this being Chris Evans' last movie, this being the end of his contract. So there was a lot more talk about that. Whereas you didn't hear much about Robert Downey Jr. At least I didn't hear like this is his final outing as Iron Man or, you know, they didn't really tell you anything about that. So um, by the end of the movie, I don't want to see a solid coming, but it, it you know, it briefly like the whole thing at the end with Doctor Strange and when he holds his finger up, you you kind of you know that's that's the end right there. He, he kind of right. signals, he gives him the signal like this is it, this is the one, and you could cut the Tony and he's like, okay, this is it. So you know it, that, that was definitely, I mean, uh, it was nice to be surprised. Um, and then I guess that does uh, lead us into Captain America, you know, because it was also nice to see Cap uh, not die, which is what we kind of all thought was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I really did. I mean, I was because Cap is is I think of, of all the characters in the MCU, Cap is my favorite, you know. Right. And um, and I just did not I, I, I didn't want to see it happen. Like I went into this movie a little nervous because I was like, you know, Cap's, you know, we've seen all the, you know, the broken shield and the. You know, and yeah, and he yeah. he he always has been. You know, he's been the man out of time, and you know, there, the, you know, he didn't have a family, and he said that before. You know, the guy that wanted the family went into the ice seventy years ago, and a different guy came out. So you kind of figure, like, you know, this was going to be Cap's thing. Like he was going to be the hero until until something happened to him, and he, you know, he died, or you know, something else happened to him after that. Right. Yeah. And um. You know, so I was I, but I was really happy to see that they gave him the send off they gave him. You know, yeah, the that was so it was so nice and so unexpected. You know, I, I think so at the end of the movie when they, he goes back, he's going to go back in time and put all the Infinity Stones away, or I should say, put them back where they belong. Did, what was your anticipation there? Did what did you think was going to happen there? Like as you're watching the movie, up until the end, I really wasn't like I I was actually like after the battle was over and he survived, I was like, oh. He survived. All right, great. You know, right, I, was, right. I was really, but as soon as they, as soon as I saw that scene with them with the time machine and and Cap was going to be the one 
to do it, I was like, he's he's going back. There's, you know, if, especially after seeing that scene earlier in the film where he's like kind of looking at Peggy longingly through the glass. Right. Yeah. You know, and even earlier than that, when he had the compass with her picture in it, I mean, he's had that all, all along, but there were several references to, to Peggy in this film. And as soon as I saw that he was the one going back to put the stones back, I was like, he's, he's not coming back. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, there was a storyline uh, and I, I don't remember the exact specifics, but do you remember in the comics? They killed Captain America at one point. Like, yes. In, right. At the end of and, civil war. Wasn't it? Was that when it was? I, I, think, I, it I was. think he yes. got killed at the end of civil war. Right. And so, um, right. And that's right. Isn't that, then that's when Bucky became Captain America. I think so. I think so. So anyway, in terms of the comic book world, there was a whole storyline where like something to do, basically the cap got brought back to life, but it had something to do with him, like something to do with time traveler or something of that nature. I really can't remember the specifics of it, but basically like the quick answer was like, you know, how, how they bring cat back time travel. Boom. Okay. Done. You know? So when they first had him go, I thought I'm like, Oh, is he going to get lost in time? And sort of like basically, once again, be a man out of time. Like I figured maybe he'd get lost in time and they would just be a way to take him off the board, so to speak until they, Chris Evans decided to come back or, or I, I thought maybe that would happen. Right. Right. But instead we got old cap on, which, on the bench, which was awesome. It was awesome. It was yeah. like, I, like I wasn't expecting that. Like when I saw the, I mean, I knew it was him sitting on the bench, but I was kind of thinking, is it the cap before he got the super soldier serum? Because you could see it was kind of thin. And yes, I did. I thought that too. That's funny because yeah, you know, I thought I'm like, oh, what what was you know what is this right? Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, that doesn't make any sense. But that was my first. That was my initial thought. You know, but it was it was cool. That was really I, I loved that scene with him. You know, old cap. And so there's two things to talk about there. The first would be. Um, the, uh, there's a lot of uh, commotion online in terms of people were saying and curious like about the time travel aspect of the Marvel universe. And like, so where did that old cap come from or where did he go to live his life out? Did he go and was he like existing in our timeline while the other cap was also in our timeline? And, um, the Russo brothers did an interview and part of the interview was saying that they they're according to them cap went, put all the stones back and then actually jumped to a different timeline to live out his new life. Oh, so, okay. And then basically at the end of the, of towards the end of his life, he then jumped back to our timeline to give the shield to Sam. Okay. So it, it gets really confusing, but like that's what they were saying is that basically by when Cap went back and he created a new timeline to be a part of. I guess we should probably talk about the time travel aspect of this film at this point. Yes, right, right. right. Because it, it's a little confusing. Yes, I will agree. That said, I like how they define it, right? Like they said, like, you know, there's that scene where they're all discussing how time travel works. And they're like, anything you think you know about time travel, you don't know. Right. right, like all that stuff for Back to the Future. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Hot Tub Time Machine, <laughs> right. and all those things. Like none of that applies in our universe, right? <laughs> this is how time travel works in our universe, right? Right. And and I thought that was really cool. That was a cool scene. But basically, what they're saying is, you can't. It's unlike Back to the Future. Right. You can't change your past. Correct. Right. 
Yes. So, and it's hard to wrap your head around because especially for, I don't know about for me, especially and probably you, like my brain and time travel is so linked to back to the future and start and, and right. But like St- uh, Ant-Man has the best line, well, not the best line, but one of the best, my funniest lines. He's like, you're telling me back to the future is all bullshit. <laughs> 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 and I thought that was hysterical because really, the, but that they made it very clear. They're like, look, time travel does not work that way. In 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 our universe, time travel doesn't work that way. So it kind of there's, but there's two things going on. One, they go back in time and they gather all the different time stones. And the um, the ancient one tells the Hulk or Bruce Banner, she's like, well, basically, when you remove these, you're going to create all these other timelines. But if you come back and replace it, those timelines will then fold back into the regular timeline. At exactly the moment you took it. Right. Right. So it was, so it's as if they never took it in the first place. Right. Yes. Because if you don't do that, if you don't return it to the exact moment you took it, then that will create a different timeline. Right. Yes. Okay. So to ca- move a little bit further in the movie, so at the one point they're back in time in the uh, the ending of the original Avengers movie, and they mess up, and Loki from the end of the original Avengers movie makes off with a tesseract. Yes. Right. So that's the thing I was reading today. Said so basically that right there, Loki just created a brand new timeline for himself. Right. Which could then explain the Loki television series that's coming to Disney plus. Yes. I think that that totally sets that up because they said it, the, the television series has something to do with time travel. Yeah. They said it has like shows him like kind of going through history and uh, how he affected affects things or something like that. And I thought before seeing Endgame, I'm like, Oh, well that could be interesting to see how Loki was just messing with people, you know, over the course of time. But this gives a new whole meaning to it where, I think you're to see him really messing with things from, uh, I guess, in his own timeline. Because, yeah, or, or I'm sorry, not his own timeline, in his new timeline, you know. Right, because what happened, all right, so now we saw the the ending, we never saw what happened after the original Avengers film. We, we see him say, hey, I'll take that drink now, and then nothing, like, the movie kind of, I forget what happens after that, but we don't see... I, the, the yeah. Avengers take him and turn him over to anybody. I think the, uh, the next, the, at the very end of the movie, I believe you see Thor with Loki, and then Thor takes him back to Asgard in the Bifrost, and that's the end of that's the last we see of Loki. Right. Uh, so, I, I thought it, it, that part though. I, I just had to call this out. The the one thing I thought was funny is that when they're talking to uh, like Robert Redford shows up, from right? Winter Soldier, and he right. says something about where are you going with the prisoner. And Thor says we're going to lunch, right? Which would be the right the, 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 the swarm of uh, place that you see <laughs> in the end credit scene at the end of Avengers. That's I right. It was pretty funny. That's right. I did. For, I forgot about that. That was funny. <laughs> He's like, well, we're gonna grab some lunch, and <laughs> <laughs> but that was really cool how they did. So they're right. They're back at the end of the original Avengers movie, but then you have Robert Redford shows up. Uh, the guy, whoever ends up being Crossbones. He shows up as part of hit the Shield Squad, right. Who, right. but they're actually Hydra. But Cap knows they're Hydra, so he saves the day by saying "Hail Hydra!" You know, <laughs> in their yeah. ear. And it was such a wonderful throwback to all the old movies, but kept everything moving forward. I really, I thought that was very clever, and I it really, really was. That. I mean, I mean, that scene in the elevator. You're like, are they gonna fu- are they gonna battle it out on the elevator again? Yeah, right. Because that one guy reaches down. And unclips his pistol just like he does in Winter Soldier. Like it was, yeah, yeah. like that was pretty cool. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I really thought that too. I really liked it because that was one of the best scenes in uh, Winter Soldier. You know, the, the whole elevator fight, and I'm like, oh, are they going to repeat it here? You know, and then it just diffuses it. Hail Hydra! You know, right. I thought that was <laughs> that was fantastic. You know. Yeah, that was really, really good. But, you know, I liked, I, I just really liked how they handled the time travel stuff. I thought that was really cool. It, I mean, it creates all kinds of questions about what, ha- you know, just like you're saying with, with Cap, like, well, how did it, how does that exactly work now? Because, you know, so so Cap was living in a in a completely separate timeline. Right. Okay. So, and now. Go back and, because ch- that's the point. You can't go back and change your past. Right. Yes. Right. And I guess, right. He can't go back and change your past. And then I guess he really couldn't stay in the current timeline. I don't know if there's a rule about it, but it's like, it kind of, you can't really have cap here being like, if cap did stay in, in the prime timeline, shouldn't he be like, Hey, Thanos is coming. Like, you know, he, he knows too much so that they, by having him be in his own timeline, it kind of, it makes all that go away. You know what I mean? And that, and I, I like that. I like that makes sense to me, right? Because yeah. you can't. So everything the cap has done that we know of in the prime timeline has still happened. Yes, right. But after Endgame, he get, he gets in that time machine and he just doesn't come back. He goes to a different timeline and then lives out his life in that other right. timeline. Right. And at the very towards, the, and not that he dies, but at the very end or towards the very end of his life in that other timeline, he pops back into our timeline. To sort and to pass the mantle on to um to Sam to Falcon, and then but after that you don't know what happens to him either, you know they right. don't really show. So I mean he could have his little wristwatch on and be like bloop 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 and pop back into his universe or his timeline. Yeah, he could you know die in our timeline if if this, they didn't make him seem like he was dying or anything like that. He was old, but they didn't make him seem like he right. was going to pass away. And one of the more interesting things I did pick up on as I was looking around is um. Another rumored, uh, not rumored. I think they announced it, but one of the Disney Plus shows is going to be Marvel What If, and it's going to oh, be right, an, right. It's going to be an animated show, but the first um, episode or the first part of it is going to be What If Peggy Carter got the Super Soldier Serum instead of Cap, um, and Chris Evans is going to do the voice for Captain America, Agent Carter. I forget the actress, uh, Haley Atwell. Yes, is going to do the voice for a, a Peggy Carter. Um, and somebody was sort of, uh, you know, basically saying, they're like, well, what if this cartoon series, what if this isn't a truly what if that way? What if it's the story of like, oh, well, here's how what Cap does in his other universe, something like that. Oh, you yeah. Know, it could be like a little explanation like, oh, you, if you guys were curious about what Cap was doing, here we go. You know, they could d- totally do something like that, which would answer right, a right. lot of questions. Um, and it, it would be fun, you know, it'd be a fun way to do it. And, um, I don't know, you know, I, I, I mean, it, it could be really neat, just a, another way to, it, another way to answer some questions that, that, uh, end brought up and, but was unable to answer, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, I, I, I really like how they did this. I mean, you know, and it doesn't exclude the possibility, I think of at some point in the future, the Avengers in the prime timeline are like, Hey, I think we need cap. I mean, they've introduced time travel now. Right. Could they theoretically go and get this cap from the alternate timeline and bring him back to the prime timeline to help him out? Yes. I, right. They could I don't definitely... know that they'll do that, but it's theoretically possible, right? Theoretically. Well, theoretically, yes, they could either get the cap from the other timeline or, I mean, just like the Infinity Stones, could they literally go back, grab past captain america bring him to the future have a, an adventure 
take him back and put him back. Basically, instead of putting the stone back, put Cap back right where he was. Right, right. Could you also do that? Like, and then that therefore you would collapse that alternate timeline, and everything would be back to normal. You know? Yeah. It does. Uh, it, there's a lot of it. Does there's a lot of questions there? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, but it opens a lot of possibilities too. So that's kind of cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. The other question the time travel thing raises, I think. So what happens with Gamora? Because all right, so Gamora was killed by Thanos to get the Soul Stone, and that that can't change according to the rules of the time travel in the MCU, right? Like that happened, and now it has to stay that way, right? But at the end of the movie, when Thor gets on board the um, Benatar, and he's right, you know, they're doing that thing with the map with uh, Star Lord. When he gets on board the ship, there's a picture of Gamora, and above it, it says "Searching." Okay. So Star Lord is looking for Gamora. Now is he looking? Right. Is he looking? So Gamora is dead. The Gamora that we knew from the Prime timeline is dead. That can't change. Right. So who's he looking for? Is he looking for the Gamora from the Thanos timeline? Like how? I, yeah. I, well, that's what I took it to be. I took it to be that he is searching for the Gamora from. Uh, I think. It, I think in the movie they called that when they went there. I think they called it 2014. Okay. So I I think that's what he's looking for. I mean, it could really be both. I mean, he could be like hoping that maybe she came back and he's searching for her that way. Or, you know, I mean, right, Star-Lord's not, you know, not the brightest in terms of that. So maybe he's searching for his Gamora, but maybe he's going to find the other Gamora cuz you know, she never went back to her timeline. She's still tra- she's trapped here. Well, that's that right. See, that's my question. So when Tony snapped, he killed off all of the Thanos' army. She was right. fighting for the Avengers at that point. Right. So, so she's she, still here somewhere, right? Yes, that's that's how that's how I would read that whole se- that whole sequence is that the Gamora from 2014 is still in our t- is still in the prime timeline. Okay. And stuck um, and stuck here, right? I mean, um you know, I, yeah, I guess through time travel, I guess they could put, they could send her back and if they wanted to, but yeah, I don't know how that would work if they sent her back. Yeah. I guess it'd be like we were saying with Kat before, if they, if, if they sent her back to right when she left, then I guess they could collapse that little, her timeline there. It gets confusing it there. Like, right, you know what I mean? right, right, right. So because yeah, they're, 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 they're talking about if you remove objects, you can put them back like Thor's hammer, for example, you know, Thor, like fat Thor was able to take his hammer <laughs> Right, <laughs> you know, use it through the thing, but at the end, Captain America takes it with him. And a lot of people, I think, thought he was taking it as a weapon, but he was taking it really to put it back. You know, he, he took it back to Thor, the Dark World, and put it back in that time period. Okay, because that that was one of the questions I had. What happens to Molnir? Yeah, that's what stated happened, or that's what you think happened. They he took it, put it back, so that Thor could get it. For, right. You know, at at that moment where he jumps back after he talks to his mother, right? Yes. Okay. That's how I can't remember if I read that today or if that that's what I thought, and I'm not sure if I read confirmation of that or not. I'm pretty sure I did. That that, that that's how they interpreted the scene too. Okay. Um 
you know, I, I was kidding around. I, I was kidding around with our friend Adam from um, the other podcast, but we saw him over the weekend. And when we were at your place, we were kidding around. I said, "Oh, they should have done a post-credit sequence with uh, Thor from the Dark World sitting at, like at a table or whatever with his hammer next to him, and all of a sudden have it like fling away, and he'd be like, what? What the hell's going on?'" You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. that would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then he should, you know, and then he should put his hand out to call it back, and it should all of a sudden come back and basically. By the time it comes back to him, Cap has reappeared and and let go of it, so it goes back to the you know the old, right, the right. Dark World Thor. You know, <laughs> I thought that would have been a clever way to do that, and maybe let people like sort of a, like show people a better way of how time travel worked. Maybe you know if they if they didn't get it the first couple times, you know, when they explained it. Yeah, interesting um, stuff. I think this time travel stuff opens up all kinds of possibilities. You it know? really does, and. It really doesn't. I, if I, I keep thinking about it because it's like I said, it, I'm so used to like back to the future and, and movies like that, that, you know, you'll start thinking one way and then my brain just defaults to back to the future. And right, so then I'm right. like, no, no, I'm like, no, no, it doesn't work that way. And then, so I've, I found myself thinking about it quite a bit, like trying to wrap my head around it. And, 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 you know, like you said, the possibilities of it now and the different timelines that, that exist that are allowed to exist. And, it, 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 it's it's very clever. It was very interesting and very a very different way to do it. I mean, um, they could have easily just you know been like, oh, time travel and done it the traditional way. But this was a very neat way to do it. Yeah, I like I, I like this better. Yeah, you know, I like it. Like they they put some thought into it, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you on that. You know, it's just it's kind of it, it's fun to have yeah you know, something new like new to think about that way. You know, where right. So anyway, I yeah I really enjoyed that. So what do you think? All right, now there's been like, there's been some consternation about Thor in this movie. <laughs> what do you think about Thor? Were you happy how they portrayed him? What What'd you think? I didn't have uh, any problem with it. I actually, I actually, I found it very funny. Once you get beyond the fat jokes, you know what I mean? Like, cause you don't, you know, Thor's, how they describe him. It's like a pirate and an angel had a baby, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. And so, you know, he's obviously a very handsome, you know, guy and all that stuff. And just, that's not what you expect at all. And here it's like, you know, fat, drunk, you know, lazy Thor. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't mind it. I liked it because, um, be, I liked it because once you did get past the fat jokes, you saw that the, the guy was, he was very troubled. He was like suffering. You right. Know? He had like, you know, like you said, like post-traumatic stress disorder, um, uh, you know, or just a serious case of depression. Um, but he, the guy was, yeah, he was really hurting and, um, you know, he didn't have a, a an arc like uh, he didn't get to save the day. He didn't get to do anything like that. But he, I, my, in my mind anyway, he uh, at, when he went to get the one stone, he got to talk to his mom, who's been dead now for geez, you know, like half of the Marvel universe already. You know what I mean? Right, like right. since Dark World. And so I thought that basically, like after talking with his mom, and then he calls his hammer. He's like, I'm still worthy. Like I thought that was sort of his like little redemption arc. Or yeah. I, I kind of agree. I like I know I know there was like our I think our wives were upset by, yeah, by my, my wife was yeah my wife was very <laughs> upset and I you know and I think there were there were other people but like I really I really liked how they handled him and, and again all this the the silliness aside and the and the fat jokes all that aside yeah how they handled him I thought was really good because you, they took this character and I think you know one of the problems with comic book movies. That, or one of the problems that can happen with comic book movies is you have these these superheroes who are so overpowered 
that you don't buy you don't necessarily buy that there's this you know they're having a problem with you know if they have a, a villain that it's hard for them to defeat him and what i think they did with thor you know because thor's you know he always says it i'm the most powerful avenger <laughs> right yeah he always says that and and i think what they did and and really when you think about it at the end of infinity war thor saved the day in infinity war at, at like at the end at, at wakanda oh when he they, shows up yes when he shows up they were getting their butts kicked and mm-hmm. thor shows up and and kind of turns the tide yeah right so what they what they did with him to kind of like they, they took him and they were like you know what well thor is battling thor yeah right you know what i'm saying like all his his kind of like demons and the fact that he he failed in the end with of infinity war because he didn't go for the head you know right yeah and and, and because he didn't go for the head trillions of people across the universe died and he's battling that through this entire movie and i thought that was great i i thought what they did there was so well done you know and i know people got upset about the fad jokes whatever but I just thought how they handled the, his character was so well done in this movie. I agree with that. And, and two, you have to factor in, like you figure since the Dark World, Thor's been having a pretty crappy time of it. I mean, you figure Dark World, he lost his mom. In Ragnarok, he lost his father, his hammer. Right. You know, and then um, and then Asgard at the very end, he lo- you know, Asgard goes away. Right. And then beginning of Infinity War, he loses Loki. So it's right. like you know, this and half of, is so and right. Ha- right. He, Thanos kills half of the Asgardians that survived, and then you have to assume the other half, another half, were killed when he snapped. Yeah, right. You know, right. yeah. I didn't think about that. Right. So he he lost double the amount for uh, of the Asgardians. Right. So you know, so right. So he's you know. He's in a really bad place, and then he, you know, then, you know, he saves the day at the end of Infinity War. But then he, you know, he, he bl- basically blows it. You know, like right. he, he almost like it's almost like he got too cocky, and you know, he came in and instead of going for the head, right, he went for the he, you know, he wanted Thanos to feel it, like he's like pushing the the blade, you know, the the uh, Stormbreaker into his chest, like he's like right. you know, he he kind of wanted him to suffer, and um, you know, that was for his benefit, and so he did fail there. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, re- I really liked it. Yeah. And you get that, the scene in Endgame when they, you know, after the, you know, head Avengers headquarters has been blown up and they're all sitting there watching Thanos just sit there wait, waiting for Nebula to come back with the gauntlet and Thor says, let's kill him proper this time, you know? Yeah. Right. And, right. You know, like he's going to do it right this time. Like I just <laughs> thought, I just thought the way they handled Thor, and I know, and I, I just didn't understand all the people that were upset about it because I thought the way they handled him in this movie was great. I really did. Yeah, I wonder if, and I didn't have a problem with it, but I wonder, right, because they went for the like the fat jokes. I wonder yeah. if that threw people. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, instead of seeing like somebody that was really down on their luck or whatever, they 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 just they just saw the gag. You know, they yeah. just saw the and and I mean, I could see, especially you're not, you know, especially if you're there for the eye candy that is Chris Hemsworth. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're like my wife, if you're if you're there for that reason, and all of a sudden he turns around, and he's got that belly on him. You're like, hey, wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> but that scene in his his like little shack or his you know his little house in 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 Norway when he. With, and he's there with uh, Meep and, and Korg, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. But that scene when when Hulk is talking to him and he mentions Thanos and he turns and he gets, and you could see him, he's getting all upset and he's like, we don't say that name in here. And I was just like, 
it was just so well done. You yeah. know, like you gotta hand it to Chris Hemsworth. I mean, he's funny, but like when he needs to put the goods down for acting, man, he can do it. You know, he was yeah, I, I right. really like that scene a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's very subtle with a lot of stuff yeah. like that. And I do. I mean, it'd be easy to write him off as just a you know a meathead or whatever. But he's a he's a good actor. I mean, yeah. you know, he can convey a lot of stuff. He can be funny and silly, but he can convey power and in that scene, like you know, emotion. Yeah, so he does a great job. I really, I really like him. And you know, I'll be curious to see where they now where they take his character because at the end he's with the Guardians. And that's probably that's one of the funnier scenes there. You know, at the end about them arguing who's in charge, and he you know he just he he's like, oh no, you're in charge. Yeah, of course you're. Try to give him that look. At it. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh. And that's the perfect place for him to go. Like I think him with the Guardians will be great. You know, it'll yes. be. I think they they will be really good movies. You know, I I yes, I agree with that because especially because if I mean if he's in outer space, then you can really have Thor be Thor and like unleash and like be super powerful. It's space, so you can have all kinds of stuff thrown at him, type of thing. You know right. that way. And then of course he gets to be funny, which Ragnarok proved that uh, that was you know that that's a great way for his character to go. I mean you know he le- he lends himself to being you know funny, amusing. Right, definitely. What What'd you think of Hulk in this movie? I, I was I, I was thrown off at first because I thought we were going to see some of the... I thought we were going to see the struggle between Bruce Banner and the Hulk more. You know what I mean? Like, I thought right. I, th- I thought we may see him come to terms with each other. And so when they went to um, five years later and, you know, the Hulk's there eating the pancakes or whatever like that, you know, in the diner, um, it was funny and it was it worked for me. It just I was just not expecting to jump that into it like that right away. You know what I mean? I was I thought we'd get a little bit more build up or introduction to it. But once he was there, I, I liked it. I didn't have a problem with yeah. it. And I. You know, I think it goes to show, um, again, his character, you know, went from the mindless Hulk in the first Avengers and he kind of carried on through the other movies. Um, you know, now he, he's a perfect blend of, you know, the two characters, you know, the brains and the brawn. And it was interesting. I, you know, I personally, I, I like Hulk smash the best. I mean, that's what you know, and that's, that's the character, but you know, in terms of the movie evolution and stuff, I, I liked it. I, um, I wish he had my, I, I, as a criticism, I wish he maybe he had a little bit more to do towards the end of the movie. Yeah. That was what, that was my one little, like we never see Hulk battle Thanos again. Yeah. And I was, yeah. I was now they set up why, right? Because he's, he's the one that has to do the snap because he's the one that can survive the right yeah you know yeah. the after effects and and he gets so injured by that that he then can't i think you know i mean never explained any of this but that's my assumption is you know that's why we never see him battle thanos because his arm was all torn up from from the snap right yeah so yeah after he snaps and then thanos shows up and blows the the compound apart and then is he ends up down below with like rocket and uh and right. war machine right right yeah so he's sort of down there struggling and right he's got he's got a bad arm at that point right right and then ant-man goes down and gets him like we see him during the battle like just brief glimpses of him during the battle i kind of wanted to see him go up against thanos again because the last time he went up against thanos he got his butt kicked you know and then yeah, he was afraid right. to become the hulk again and i i just i wanted to see that that was my one you know and again it's not like didn't 
ruin the movie for oh, me. But right, there was right. one thing I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to see Hulk and Thanos go at it again. You know? Yeah, and it would have been kind of nice to see him throwing a couple of punches anyway in there, just to you know, as right. part of the battle. But you know, they didn't. So he he got his moment by being the one to snap to bring everybody back. So I guess right, that right. was sort of his. It, well, if you think about it from that point of view, his his story arc was you know a mindless beast basically from the beginning, and here at the end he's you know intelligent and put together enough to be able to snap his fingers and bring everybody right. back you know what i mean like whereas mindless hawk couldn't do that he would have just right. smashed the gauntlet or whatever so you know and that's and i think that that was another way of telegraphing to the audience just what tony does late you know tony's sacrifice later in the movie it gives you an idea of like this is how strong you need to be in order to wield the glove right you know or the gauntlet and you know so it, it was another way of of, of sort of telegraphing that, you know, Tony was just a human, so he wouldn't be able to sustain the, uh, the power of it, you know? The, right, yeah. Yeah, because Thanos does it, and uh, when he snapped in the, um, in, in, yeah, Infinity War, when he snaps at, at the end of there, does his arm, he gets, like, damaged there, right? I think he, yeah, it does. Like, you, like the gauntlet looks all, as I recall, the gauntlet gets, like, kind of melty. Yeah, I think right. And, um, like, it almost looks like it's, like, kind of welded to his hand. That turns out not to be the case, but that's yeah. kind of what it looked like. Yeah, because when they at the end of uh, Infinity War, when they show him in his shack, I think they show him go and sit down, and you can see like that side of him is damaged. And right, right, yeah, yeah. So right, so but then they with the Hulk, they reiterate that and say, listen, you know, Thanos now the Hulk, this thing it causes some damage to you. So once you know, once Tony gets it, it's not a surprise that it takes him out, and it's not a surprise, I don't think, to Tony that it that that's what's going to happen. Right, like he knows that's what's going to happen when he. When he right when he snatches those stones away, he knows what he knows exactly what he's doing. Because part of me was like when they were doing the gauntlet chase at the end, right, where everybody keeps right. handed off the gauntlet. Part of me was like, why doesn't somebody put it on and like snap? <laughs> and then like, well, they're all they're all human, right? Like I, right. Mean, I guess you know maybe maybe Captain Marvel could have done it or something, but like you know, but yeah, yeah. I, that's funny. I didn't think of that. <laughs> that's pretty funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> they should that would have been pretty funny that to have like somebody like go to put it on and have everyone be like no no don't put it on you know <laughs> spider-man's like i got it i'll put it on no don't you do that you know yeah I, like i liked how they handled hulk in this and i didn't have a problem that he was kind of like intelligent hulk right I, I i wish they would have explained it a little bit better but i you know like in a movie like this like i wouldn't have wanted them to explain it at the expense of something else you know what i'm saying yeah. like i was okay with how they handled it it would have been nice to get a bigger, a more of an explanation of it, of what exactly happened to Banner, and I, I mean, with everything else that was going on in this movie, they were they were, you know, I, I could see them being like, yeah, we're not going to worry about that. We're just going to explain it real quick and move on, you know. Well, right, yeah, they just jumped right in because at three a three hour runtime, you have to at that point, you know. Right, right. Um. So, well, the other sort of big sacrifice in this film was um was Black Widow. Yeah, I mean that really surprised me from a standpoint of um I again like much like Iron Man you didn't hear anything about Scarlett Johansson uh being at the end of her contract. You didn't hear anything of that nature so they were able to really keep um you know keep her death a surprise. Well, and plus haven't we gotten word that there's going to be a Black Widow movie? I thought that, that was like official, but is that not I guess I'm pretty sure I'm like 99% sure it's official and it's happening, but um, I until she died, I think that was confirmation for everyone that it is, in fact, a prequel. Okay, okay. I don't think Marvel's come out and said it's officially a prequel yet, um, but, you know, like, the rumor mill was going, and I think everyone's like, oh, Black Widow movie, okay, it's happening, this and this and this, and then, oh, she's dead, it's gotta be a, pre it's a prequel now, you know? Right, right, right. 
which would kind of make sense from a standpoint of out of all of the various characters, um, we really don't know anything about Black Widow. We really I mean, don't. Yeah. You know, you know, she's a super spy. You know, she she was uh, Russian, um, but you know, and then in the um, uh, Agent Carter TV show, they alluded to um, they they were in at one point they were over in Russia. Um, and I want to say they were at like an orphanage or something like that. And it was sort of alluded that that may have been the training grounds for some of the black widow. Oh yeah. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there was, uh, was the character it was a blonde woman was her name Dottie. And then she was like a super yes. spy. Yes. And it, it was almost like they never, I don't, I don't think they ever called her a black widow, but I think she may have been a black widow. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was from that school. That's yeah, right. from that I same program this. and yes. stuff. So I mean, um, you know, so if they can, you know, shed some light on on that, and you know, basically add some depth to to Black Widow, um, I think that would be uh, that would be I, that'd be an enjoyable movie to see. I'm I'm usually not a big fan of prequels. I, I've I've said that before, but um, in this case, it'd be, it'd be nice to be like, okay, let's go back and let's see her origin. Let's find out, you know, maybe something Marvel should have done earlier on. Um, you know, cause when, when they were getting up and running, I mean, they were doing all the big, bigger names for, for their superheroes and, um, you know, the times were a little bit different. So they wasn't, they weren't too worried about having like the female hero. They, they weren't too worried about her. Um, right. you know, now times have changed and everyone's like, no, we'd like to know more about her. You know, she, yeah. she's more than just a sexy spy, you know, yeah. like we'd like to know more about her. And so I think they saw the, you know, the writing on the wall with that one and said, Hey, you know, what? all right, let's go back and, and flesh her out and, and show people what she was about. Um, and you know, you could do a mo- couple of movies with her really, because I mean, um, you know, she has her origin, but I mean, she was a spy. Um, I can't remember, uh, was there, did they allude to in the movies that her and Bucky may have interacted at some point? She, yeah, she says it. She yeah, says, oh, she does. Okay, right, because she explains to Steve in Winter Soldier that she has like an encounter with him at one time, and he shot her. Oh, and okay, it goes, right. It goes, it goes right, it goes in and out. Um, and she, that's and so that's how she knows him. Okay, right. So you know, so I mean, there's a lot of stuff there that. I mean, you know, you could definitely have a lot of fun adventures with her. And, and okay, you know the end of it. You know she dies, you know, for the uh, the soul gem. But um, in that case, I might be willing to say, you know, that might be say, okay, you know, let's ha- let's have some fun, you know, spy adventures and see where yeah. she's coming from. Like that might be all right. And it would be cool to see how she becomes a shield agent. You know, like how does how does that happen? Yeah. How does, you know, she's she's so close to Nick Fury. I mean, in Winter Soldier, when Nick Fury dies, she's really upset. Yeah, um, yeah, and he, and I forget what she says something about the fact that he like saves her or whatever. It would be really cool to see that story, you know, yeah, to see yeah. to see what how how that all transpired. And I and I have to say, like, props to uh, Scarlett Johansson because I really do think they they sort of underused her throughout this, you know, <laughs> you know, in all the all these Avengers yes. movies. But when she did get like her due, man, she was really good. Like, she was really good in Winter Soldier when it was like yeah. her and Steve Rogers. And she was really good in Endgame. You know, yeah. that scene when, you know, after the five years and she's in there like trying to keep things together and, you know, the, and, and she hears this the news from War Machine about what Hawkeye's doing or Ronin or whatever he's called now. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, um, 
you know, and she's real upset and welling up with tears. Like she just really, really did. I, I like. I thought she was great in this movie. I know? did too. Yes. It was like pro- probably the best Black Widow we've seen. You know? like, <laughs> I know, I mean, right? She's really good. And, and then in the end, she get you know she has to sacrifice herself. But even that, even that scene was really good between her and and Hawkeye. I thought so too. And they made they did a nice way where I mean that whole sequence. Like I wasn't sure who was going over the cliff. Yeah, you know I, I, I mean? was like, sure it was going to be him. I was sure I, Hawkeye was was done. I, I I was too. I thought that I'm like okay because they made a big deal about him going down that dark path and you know yeah. he's killing people now and all this and that. And I'm thinking I'm like oh he's going over you know okay. And I forget I did I guess I I guess I read somewhere else today too where you know they were saying they're like well it makes more sense for Hawkeye to survive because he wants he has a family to go back to where Black Widow you know her her she was willing to sacrifice herself so her family which is the Avengers could come back together and so right. it was it, it was an interesting take on it. I'm not glad she died but I'm. I'm glad it was a nice way for them to do it for them to you know it was a nice ending for her yeah it was a nice way to wrap up her story yeah i, I yeah. really I, th- I thought it was really good i'd love to see a prequel with with uh, black widow i think that'd be really good yeah i think that'd be fun to see you know like i said especially like right take her origin uh you know and very maybe show how she does get brought on the shield by nick fury or how that happens you know she, there's a you know encounter with winter soldier in there somewhere i mean there's yeah. a bunch of cool stuff so and just off the cut nick fury where was nick fury during the battle yeah that's yeah, right i was the one I, I, after you saw him at the end at the funeral and i was like no where was he during the how come we didn't get a nick fury moment did he come out of one of the portals and we just didn't st- didn't i don't think him? so i don't think yeah, so i don't think so either really that would have been a perfect spot for um well for him and then not that i w- follow along anymore but like the whole agents of, Sh- of shield the tv show they should have had a portal open and have those poor people yeah. spill out you know <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was all connected until it got too hard, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was all connected until it wasn't. I know. Uh, I, you know, that's not to get off on a tangent, but that that's really what I like. At some point, I was like, you know, I kept hoping the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. were going to be integrated into the MCU at some point. And yeah. it, when it became clear that that was never going to happen, that's when I lost interest in the show. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, and I'm the same way. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they had a few episodes where, like, well, well they had, well, like, Winter Soldier, they did the whole thing with the Hydra thing, and I remember that was pretty good and stuff. But, um, yeah, it became very clear very very fast. You're like, wait a second. Like, this is not tying in, you know? Or, yeah. Um, yeah, I, and like I, I watched it up through. I can't remember, but I, the last season I did not watch, so I'm totally lost now because they're showing promos for the new season that's coming up. And like, I think Coulson's really dead this time, but there's a, the the actor is playing somebody else that looks just like Coulson. So I'm I'm even more confused now. <laughs> I'm there. I and I, I'm gonna have to read a recap and find out what's going on here. But <laughs> but anyway, it would have been it would have been nice if they had that would have been know, cool. this that would have been the time to do it was right during it, this whole thing. And you wouldn't have had to explain it because there were so many other portals opening with so many various people spilling out that it would have just been totally an Easter egg, just like up, up, look there, the ages of shields, yay, and you know, keep on rolling, you know. Right, right, right. Are there any other characters that we didn't? So just, I uh, just uh, the last Avenger would be Hawkeye. We um, just oh, talked right. about him. Um, I thought the uh, the opening of of the movie with him and his family was a great way. To, to begin the movie, you know, first of all, it reminds everybody who maybe isn't a diehard fan of what happened at the end of the last movie. Um, but, you know, it's like heartbreaking. You know, he like loses his entire family. Yeah. And, and uh, I thought that was really 
really good. And then, you know, then he goes down his other path. And I mean, I, they never say it in the movie, but they, I guess the, his character is called Ronan now, or he, that's a secret identity now or something like right, that. Right. Um, I'm not sure how much they're going to lean into that. Um, you know, but basically by the end of the movie, everything works out for him. You know, he's got some good screen time, some action and stuff like that. Yeah. He, he really had a, he, I, I liked, I liked him in, um, Black Widow together. I thought that was great. Like when they yeah. go to Boromir, you know, he, and the scene when he gets back and they're talking about how trying to get Black Widow back and, and he has that like confrontation with, uh, with Thor, I thought was a really good moment, you know, where he's like, you go get your hammer. You go talk to the guy or the, or, with the red guy. You ask him about it, you know? Yeah. Right. I, that yeah. was a great moment, you know, for him. That was, yeah, yeah. That was really, yeah, yeah. I forget. I've, I actually kind of forgot about that. So yeah, that was really good. Yeah. You know, he did have some nice, nice moments in the movie, and it kind of made up for him for not being in Infinity War. You know, because he, I, I, I felt like, uh, you know, I not necessarily missed him in Infinity War, but for being one of the original Avengers, I was definitely during Infinity War. Like, well, where's the Hawkeye? What's going on yeah. here? Yeah. Right, right. So, but he was nice, and then obviously he does get his family back at the end, and then that sort of leads to um, uh, the rumored uh, Disney Plus Hawkeye series. That uh, apparently the the rumor is obviously it could always change, but is that it's going to be him sort of passing the mantle on to a, a successor. Um, it could be like in the beginning we see him training his daughter with the bow, um, so it could be her. Uh, from the comics, there's a character. Uh, what's her name? Kate Bishop, I think her name is, and she because like you know she's like Hawkeye in the in the comics, and so he, it's a you know again it's somebody else to pass it on to. So you know, not sure how that's going to work, but or who the protege is going to be, but uh, that seems to be the premise is him passing yeah. the torch. Did I hear that the Hawkeye show is the others are kind of open ended, but I think the Hawkeye show is like a limited run, right? Uh, I believe all of them are limited runs. Oh, okay. They have um, Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen, saying that her show, I think hers is only like six episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear. Okay, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. And I believe, you know, they're going to be, I think, all between like four, six, eight episodes. They're going to be short, you know, seasons. I guess they're going to come in and try to do something short and strong, which is fine by me. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I'm not 100% on all the shows, but from everything I've been reading, I think they're more on the limited side. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But, but, maybe, but you know, that being said, you're right. I didn't see anything official about Hawkeye. So, I mean, they could have Hawkeye pass the torch in the first, you know, say, six-episode season. You know, first six episodes, Hawkeye passes the torch. They could easily come back with her, you know, the new Hawkeye and start doing new stories there, too. Right, right. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that could be kind of fun. And, and and that would probably lend itself very well to a TV show because it's I mean, at the end of the day it's you know, it's, it's a person with a bow and arrow, so it's pretty it's pretty straightforward, you know. Right. It's not not like you got to spend a ton of money on the special effects. It's you know, you hire some good archers and you're all set, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. I and anybody that watches, I know I'm oversimplifying that because I'm sure there's somebody that watches Arrow that's like, "Oh no, there's more to it than that." Yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I and I agree, I know that, but I'm just saying, you know, it's not like you have to, you know, it's not like Thor or Iron Man running around with all the budget, re, you know, budget co- associated with that. So that's good. Yeah. So I, th- I thought uh, Hawkeye was great in this. Um, thought Scott Lang was good. Was great. Oh, Ant Man was, was great. Ant Man was great. He, you know, he was like, like I mean, he's sort of the key. Like really, the Ant Man and the Wasp is one of the key movies you need to see if you're going to see this movie. Right. Right. Yeah. 
because like like it kind of like that's all that quantum realm stuff. I mean, not that you have to see it, but like it doesn't make it sort of makes sense if you've seen Ant Man and the Wasp. So he he's kind of key to the whole story, yeah. the, the time. I, act, you know, I I saw a poster today, and you know how they did all those hero posters. Yeah. You know, before the movie came out, somebody had one today, and it, it was the hero poster. What was the tagline? Avenge the Fallen or something that said on it. And it was a picture. The hero behind it was the rat from the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me laugh, because if it wasn't for the rat, Ant-Man would have never gotten out of right, the... Right, he was still stuck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they're, the, the, they're like, oh, the rat saved the universe. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's true, yeah. but um, yeah, but but he was good and he showed a lot of growth, I think, too. Um, from just being like kind of a clown, a jokester, or you know, and like uh, you know, a criminal or whatever, to um, you know, he grew in his last movie and he always had a heart, but it just showed him growing more as yeah. a character too. Yeah. And I have to say, at the at the end of the movie, when the battle sequence, when the two armies basically are charging each other, and they take that long shot, and you see, G- which is now Giant Man as part of it, running with right. it. I don't know what it was, but man, that gave me, the scene itself was great. But like having Giant Man in there, it just kind of made me be. I got me even that pushed me over the edge. I was like, "Oh my, this is crazy!" You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and how cool was it that like I thought it was really cool when he punches that um, <laughs> the Centauri ship, the Centauri <laughs> thing. That's like like that was so cool because like it's it's such a great moment because in the original Avengers movie when those things show up it's like oh my god how are they ever going to get out of this one you know and right, they're right. you know like 20 some <laughs> you know or half dozen films later you got giant man in there he's just punching them like that was pretty cool <laughs> i know and then there's another scene i don't know if you picked up on it but the the big uh the uh call obsidian the ba- the bad guy the monster um yes. With yeah. with the big sickle thing, he's like a kind of reptilian looking. Right. At one point, he was like, "Who is he threatening?" And like Ant Man, all of a sudden, steps on him. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. It was like Iron Man and Spider Man were getting ready to meet, and like he's kind of there, and all of a sudden, Ant Man's foot comes down, and they, they kind of really don't even comment on it. It's just like <laughs> he just gets stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So it was cool. It was cool having Ant Man in there. That was good. And, and speaking of Spider-Man, it was nice to see him along with everybody else, but it was really nice to see Spider-Man come back. Um, I just think Tom Holland does such a great job with, yeah. uh, with as Spider-Man, and it was nice to see him come back and get to say, essentially get to say goodbye to Tony Stark on the front end when Tony hugs him, and he's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and then on the backside when Tony is dying, he's able to come yeah. over and be like, Mr. Stark, we, we won, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you know what's what's really interesting? Like what I th- what I was thinking after this movie was over is I was thinking to um, Homecoming two coming out or is it is it Homecoming? No, it's Far From Home. Far From Home. Right, right. And uh, I was thinking about that movie and and in the trailer you see him packing for this trip and he leaves the suit and like after watching this movie you're kind of like oh like I get it like yeah you know, he's he's still dealing with everything they went through in Endgame, or at least I think that's what's going to happen in Far From Home, he's still going to be dealing with a lot of, you know, the loss that yeah. he feels after after Endgame, you know? Yeah, I think even part of the voiceover, doesn't he say something like, um, oh, I just want to go have a fun school trip, or when you first saw the trailer, you're like, oh, okay, he doesn't want to take the suit with him. But, yeah. like, you know, it, it now, like you said, in hindsight, you're like, oh, he, he wants a break. He, you know, he needs some downtime. 
Right. Like he's still dealing with all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Oh, and another thing we didn't bring up was the five years later. It now is five years later. So the Marvel Universe is technically what, 2023 is where they're at. So it's now set in their future. But now it's like, so Spider Man comes back. Um, and then it's, you know, he, they show him back in school. So I guess some of those kids were also snapped and, and Ned, I guess, was also turned to dust. And now he's back at school. Right. Because they appear to be the same age. You know, he hasn't yeah, changed at all. Right. It's not like, you know, Ned would have been off to college by that point if, right, he, if right. it was five years later. So right. um, I guess how they're, that's how they're going to explain that away. Like MJ and, and who's the other guy? Flash. Uh, Right, Flash, the jerk, you know, Flash Thompson, and I guess they're just, that's how they'll, you know, sort of explain that, like, oh, all basically his circle of friends, anybody we needed to know, they'll get snapped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so do we cover everybody we want to talk about? I mean, there's so much you could talk about in this movie. Yeah, I mean, like, we could be here for another. Yeah, but like, I, I want to talk a little bit about where do you think the MCU is going now? Right or is it, you know or or Marvel in general like, I mean the movie sets up some things, um, it ends other things you know but like where do you, where do you think they go from here you know well let's see uh, we know as of right now uh, movie wise we have the Spider Man Far From Home coming out um, that's the only movie I believe that's officially announced. Um, and isn't Black Black Panther? Wasn't I don't that think, official. I don't think they're official yet. But the, then okay. there's R- Black Panther two, uh, Doctor Strange two, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy three are all in development. So like, I don't think they've been officially announced, but th- p- people know that they're working on them. So they're in the pipeline. And what else was there? And then with the Black Widow movie, apparently that's also in the pipeline. So there is stuff coming out there. And then we've mentioned uh, as we were talking before. For the whole Disney Plus, there's because um... there's a lot coming out for Disney Plus. This is the one question I had: is all right. So now we see Cap hand off the shield to Falcon, who, right. who's now becoming Captain America. So we knew Disney Plus had already announced that there was going to be a Falcon uh, Winter Soldier show. Is that Falcon Winter Soldier show now Captain America and Winter, Winter Soldier? If they're serious about making the Falcon, Sam Wilson, if they're serious about making him Captain America, they should call the show Captain America and, and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to make that gesture, if at the end of you know Endgame, if you're going to have Cap pass it on, you got to run with it. You know, you got right. you to go, go all in. You can't keep calling him the Falcon if he's not the Falcon or you know, if he's not the Falcon anymore. Right. Unless story-wise, that's part of the show. It's maybe him coming to terms with becoming Captain America. Right. Like or like a training to be Captain America or something. Some, yeah. Something like that. You know. Some. Yeah. So maybe they could do something like that. Actually, what they should do, like you know, if I guess if that's the way they're going, I, what I would do is call the show the Falcon and the Winter Soldier up until the last episode, and then the last episode I would have I would change the title card and have it say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Right. 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 You know? Or even the Winter Soldier. I mean. Um, Bucky, they might give him a new name too, because the Winter Soldier. I mean, that's yeah. If you're if you're the Winter Soldier, if you're you know like Bucky, like you probably don't want to be called that anymore, right? You know what I mean? Because that's like that's your villain name, basically. Yeah, exactly. So I know they called him uh, White Wolf at the end of uh, was it Black Panther or was it Infinity War? I forget if it was. Yeah, it was, I remember I it was, it, No, it was it was Infinity War. I think you're right. White yeah. Wolf has rested too long or something like that. that. 
That's right. So it'd be, you know, it'd be actually, it would be interesting, um, you know, right. So they could do their show and then in the last episode, it'd be Captain America and the White Wolf or something like yeah. that would be, would be fun to do, uh, you know, so right. they, they, we probably just wrote the show for them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should be getting royalties for that. Someone's frantically taking notes somewhere, hopefully. Yeah. Call <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah. But like, but, that would be, yeah, like that would be really cool. And then like, what else is, is, is in... I mean, you know, we have Thor with the Guardians now. I mean, right. that could, they could yep. have a bunch of a different adventures. That could be really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, I did hear that they, that they weren't going to do phases anymore. Oh, like, is that did right? You, did you hear that? Like, I, 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 I don't know how accurate it, I read somewhere along the line that they had said, you know, because this was the third phase of the Infinity Saga, I guess they, they're calling it. Right. Um. But like, yeah, what they said was they're they're not going to have phases anymore. But I mean, they're going to have to build. I would think they're still going to build to something, right? You know, I would hope so. A different villain. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of the the charm of the original you know set of movies is that uh, you know every movie was itself, but then at the end you're like, oh, here's how it ties into the bigger picture, you know? Right, right. And so for them to do that, I would hope they would do that again. You know, the question would be, well, who would it be or what would they do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are speculating and now I, I, I don't, there's nothing to this. I think it's just people out there speculating, but um, Galactus would probably yeah. be, yeah. you know, the next, you know, big bad. Although now that they own, you know, now that Disney owns uh, Fox or they got back the rights to their characters that had been sold to Fox. Right. You know, Doctor Doom has not entered into the MCU, and he's sort of a major villain in the comics, right? Yeah, yeah, he's one of their biggest ones, right? So, I mean, they could do something like with him. I think maybe, maybe these next set of movies they'll like sort of let stand on their own a little bit and not tie them together as much. But I do think when they do get to like the Fantastic Four, um, with them because dr doom's their main bad guy and like you said galactus is um he's one of their bad guys also as a matter of fact i think fox owned him so they just got the rights back to him also oh really okay i didn't yeah know. yeah so um yeah so i mean they're they're two big ones right there but it'd be uh interesting to see if they ha- if they would bring them in as fantastic four villains or as large you know bigger picture villains you know for right. the whole universe yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I know for a little while there was a scroll. They were there's rumors they were going to do secret invasion with the scrolls, but I feel like that kind of uh, uh, Captain Marvel kind of changed the gears on that one because the scrolls ended up being good guys, you know? Right, right. Or 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 nice guys anyway, you know? I mean, that could always change. Obviously, they they could have you know, oh, okay, here are the bad guys now. Yeah, here are the bad the bad ones. But yeah, I mean, there's you know they have a ton of characters to choose from, but it will would be interesting to see. You know what what direction they decide to go with. Yeah, and I and I'm curious. I'm you know I'm sure we're not just going to have the characters we have now. I'm sure they're going to introduce new characters. Yeah, um, I'm sure the Fantastic Four are going to you know show up at some point. X Men are going to show up at some point. You know, it'd just be really interesting to think. You know, it's interesting to think about what where they can go because now that they've you know like we said earlier they they've opened up space travel. They've opened up time travel. Um, yeah, they, they can pretty much do whatever they want. You know, they right. can do anything. 
Yeah. Well, really, right. As of the end of Endgame, it's a fully functional comic book universe. If you think about it, you know. Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, there's space is wide open, time travel is wide open. I mean, all you know, all bets are off. Like, is anything you want to do, you can do. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It it is. I I would love to be a fly on the on the wall in that meeting. Sort of like, all right, what's what's the next steps? What are we gonna do? Yeah. Um, I'm even trying to think of some of their other characters that they have that would make, you know, like Black Panther. They kind of pulled him, I don't want to say from nowhere, but he was, he's definitely was, wasn't one of their main guys. And, you know, now he's huge. And right. so I was trying to think, I'm like, well, who else is out there that, you know, um, that's been around or that, you know, is, is, is popular, but you don't really think about, um, you know, and the only person I, I keep hearing is uh, they keep talking about Namor. Oh, he's basically, right, right. Yeah, he's basically uh, Marvel's version of Aquaman. He's different, obviously, but it's, you know, same, just same, same shtick, you know. Right. Um, right. But um, uh, yeah. So I think I wouldn't be surprised to see him show up at some point. As a matter of fact, somebody was trying to say that uh, in Endgame, when um, Aoki uh, is that her name? The um, yeah. Black Panthers, yeah. Uh, yeah. She says something like, "Oh, well, there's there's something going on in, in this in the ocean." And Black Widow's like, well, "What are you going to do about it?" And she's like, "It's in the ocean. We're going to leave it alone." And it just kind of came across as a joke, like, "Well, it's in the ocean. We can't touch it." But somebody was saying, "They're like, well, it, it's in the ocean. Therefore, it's Namor's territory, and therefore we're not going to go near it." Right. So yeah, they're sort of saying you can read between the lines there. Who knows if that's what they really wanted you to do or not? But you know, I thought that oh, that could be pretty cool if that's what they're leading. If that's what they're hinting around that for that, it could be fun. Right, and it, you know, one of the characters I think they've certainly hinted at it in Guardians of the Galaxy Two is Adam Warlock. Oh yeah, right. Um, I, and I think James Gunn even said that he seriously considered bringing him in to Guardians of the Galaxy Two, but it just like it, he just couldn't do it and make it make sense. So yeah. Um, so that that was kind of put on the back burner, but I would almost guarantee he's going to show up in Guardians of the Galaxy three. And I don't know how big a role he'll play, or if he'll stick around, or anything like that. But that's definitely a character that I think they're they're thinking of introducing. Yeah, and I could see that, right? Because he's he's funny though, because just for uh, on a personal level, like he's always been one of those characters that's like around and in the comics and everything. But like I couldn't tell you anything about him. <laughs> I just don't know, right. you know. So like I would love for him to show up in the movies, you know, give me a reason to you know go out there and actually be like, oh wait, let me find out what's going on with this guy, you know. Yeah. The only thing I know him, the only thing time i ever read anything about him was i know he played a big role in the comic version of infinity war yes like yeah, he was yeah. he was a he was a big factor in that whole thing but that's that's really the only time i i think i've ever read anything with him in it yeah i'm with you on that yeah but i you know i'm just i'm trying to think off the top of my head some other um other marvel guys but i mean i'm sure i'm missing somebody you know i'm sure there's somebody out there that uh, someone's probably at home screaming like you fool you know like <laughs> <laughs> You're missing this person, but yeah. I mean, obviously the the X Men and the Fantastic Four are huge, and when they get to them, that's going to be a whole nother. I mean, that'll just be a whole nother level. But until then, yeah, it'll be it'll be uh, neat to see what they decide to go with. I mean, I'm excited, and, and yeah, it may, and maybe they'll just take it and run with uh, you know the existing heroes now. I mean, you figure, like you said, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, uh, Captain Marvel. You know, the Guardians are still floating around in some capacity. Um, you know, so they they could almost be you, know, you could run with them and have them be the the new Avengers and um, yeah right. yeah. And plus well, then, they've they've sort of introduced in in Guardians of the Galaxy two they sort of introduced the the idea of like different Guardians teams. 
Yeah, um, right. Or, or other, you know, other teams of Guardians, and um, you know, they they could just run with that, like you know, put a new Guardians of the Galaxy team together, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I forget the character's name, but it was Sylvester Stallone was the was the w- leader of that one Ravagers group, and you know, like they could easily, you know, okay, here's an adventure with these guys, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It'll be neat to see. But yeah, but just to, uh, as we wrap up, but just um, the Disney Plus, we have Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have uh, the Vision and Wanda, or I'm sorry, the Vision and Scarlet Witch, and their show is going to be called Wanda Vision. <laughs> and it's going to have a I read today it's going to have a 1950s vibe to it so it's going to be set 50 oh, that's interesting yeah so i think if if i am putting things together right i think it's going to be like the two of them sort of like it might sort of detail their secret meetings at, between civil war and infinity war and i think it might be them like basically playing like playing house almost, you know, like where it's like, you know, here's like our perfect little family. And like that, when they say 1950s, I think that's what they mean. Like, like the sort of a traditional American, like family unit. And, and uh, one of the comics from the past couple of years that was popular was, uh, it was called the vision or vision, but it basically had vision and he built himself a wife and some kids and um, it, it didn't go very well, but something like that. And I think maybe they might pull from that and obviously use the Scarlet Witch instead of, uh, you know, a robot, uh, right, a, right. Or, or, you know, but, um, so anyway, so there's that, uh, that we talked about the Hawkeye show. Uh, oh, and the Loki show, which, right. We talked about earlier. So who, who knows what else they have in store for Disney plus. Uh, I think they're going to, they're going to do as much as they can out there. It would be cool to see shows on Disney plus that supported, the MCU, because that's that's like we mentioned. You know, I went off my tangent earlier about Shield, but that was what right. I always wanted from Agents of Shield. I always wanted, you know, and I, I know like they written, you know, they would reference things that were going on in in the MCU, but they but, never yeah. like actively engaged in anything going on in the MCU. And it would be right. cool to have a show that did. And I think, yeah, I I think I did read that the Disney Plus shows are are going to be that for you know they they are going to actively support the MCU and and so and I would, you know like we said take the Falcon and, and Winter Soldier show I you know I think that's whatever it's going to be I think that's going to get you from the end of Endgame to the next movie you know you're going to see that there the character development there so when the next movie does roll around oh I've just visited with these people on Disney Plus I know what they're up to you know right like it would be, like if Clint Barton is training the next Hawkeye you know it would be cool at some point to have that Hawkeye end up in the MCU you know right like she should right she should join the MCU right you know right or like really we talked earlier about the uh, Bruce Banner and you know how did he get how did he basically merge himself with the Hulk I mean that could have been a that could have been a if this existed then you know they could have inserted that and been like oh hey as a lead-up to Endgame here, you know we're gonna give you this little backstory and you could have just saw like that could have been like a own little show like oh here's the you know the hulk figuring himself out or something like that yeah that would be really cool you know things like that so i'm looking forward to it i you know it really i mean if they they get it right this time yeah it should be pretty good oh one last thing and and i totally um forgot about it or don't think of it but apparently the there's a show um called cloak and dagger i think it's on the freeform channel yes i've heard about it yeah it's a marvel property but actually is part of the mcu really so they say in there it's it's better than agents of shield in terms of referencing stuff but it's not like actively participating in the in the universe so it's it's like a it's a bump up from agents of shield but 
they're out there and I guess those characters, you know, they could appear at some point in MCU stuff, but you know, I'll believe it when I see it type of thing. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I've heard about that, and I've heard about Legion. Uh, Legion is supposed to be free, although that doesn't is that Mar- That's not Marvel, right? Legion. Legion, Legion is DC. Uh, no, no. Legion is um, X Men. Oh, okay, all right, all right. And so he, he it's actually, it's uh, it's going to come back for a third and final season. And you can start to see now that Disney has them back. So like Legion's going to end. Um, there was a show, one of the channels called The Gifted, but basically it was about mutants. And it was, I, I don't know what mutants were in the show, but that got canceled. There was another show, something else is not being renewed or I don't know. There's a few things where you can see now that Disney's starting to be like, all right, let's clean this up. You know, let's either not renew stuff or let's pause and not have this happen type things well i uh i guess we should wrap it up for tonight but in, I know. in closing man i love this movie i mean yes it, it, they not knocked it out of the park i mean it was like there's there's scenes in this movie like that that battle scene at the end when when the two armies kind of like go at it so it looks like it's a like a spread in a comic book doesn't it yeah I mean, it, was it like, really does it it was perfect you know it was just great yeah it was beautiful, really. I mean, you know, it was just it, lo- it looked great, and you're just it, it, it's from a, a movie fan, you're like, this is fantastic, and as a, somebody that, from the comics, you're just like, I can't believe I'm seeing this on the screen. Like, right. yeah, I can't believe this is all coming. This, uh, you know, I can't believe this exists. You know, I've said before when we were kids reading our comic books, we're like, man, wouldn't it be great to see this on the big screen someday? Never yeah, really right. thinking it would happen. No, right. like, here it is, you know, I mean, it's just amazing. Right. And, and the level that they were able to pull it off at, you know, I mean, it's not just, you know, like one, you know, if we had gotten the first Iron Man movie and that was it, I would have been happy and, you know, that would have been it. But the, the level, I mean, you know, 11 years now and just be able to build and build and build and, and just the success and, and the quality and, oh, it's, it's it, the perfect you know, I don't want. I I, I want to say the perfect end, but it's not the end. You know, and the, right. the perfect. You know, the perfect. Uh, what would you call it? like a, a capstone yeah. to the first series? I guess I or the first. You know, part of this universe that they've created. Yeah. I mean, they've really changed Hollywood. I mean, in a lot oh, of ways. I mean, yes. it's You know, they've they've taken this this format and and said hey you know what we can we can do this this kind of thing this thing that we've sort of seen on tv with like the sopranos and you know where you 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 tell this kind of like epic story over a number of years and they were and and marvel took that format and said hey you know we can do this in movies too yeah right and i mean just the whole shared universe idea i mean it used to be you know, you got you know Star Wars and the, the a direct sequel or Star Trek one, two, three, four. You know, what I mean, yeah. it was always it, it never ever was a shared universe with oh well, here's this character's movie, here's this character movie, and and once they caught on, everybody's scrambling now. I mean, even Star Wars is, you know, they're 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 going to get away from the the Skywalker and the numbering, and they were doing the standalone movies, and you know, even the, even they were kind of shifting gears to sort of say like yeah, well we can we can make a much bigger universe. You know, we we can do this. We don't. Have have to all be in a it doesn't have to be episodes it can be different things right right it's just been epic and yep. I, I mean i think that's a very good word for it. it's just been and then this was an epic movie and it was just awesome so yep. and i'm thrilled yep i couldn't be happier on that note that will wrap yep. us up for the evening if you haven't seen well if you if, if you haven't seen endgame at this point you you know we spoiled the whole movie but, <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you have so, but, so uh, sorry but maybe that'll <laughs> but maybe that'll entice you to go see it <laughs> yeah. but uh, 
but go out and see it again. I know I'm probably going to go out and see it again. My son is already bothering me. He's like, he's like <laughs> asking if we can get tickets this weekend to go see it again. Um, and we'll see if we can work that in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, but uh, we thank you for listening tonight. We hope you enjoyed our review show of Endgame. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you like the show, we ask you to go out and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. And uh, on that note, we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. All right, good night. The Chitauri are coming. Nothing will change that. What have I to fear? The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Yes. I've met them. Yeah. Takes us a while to get any traction, I'll give you that one. But let's do a head count here. Your brother the demigod, a super soldier, a living legend who kind of lives up to the legend, a man with breathtaking anger management issues, a couple of master assassins, and you, big fella, you've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. When they come, and they will, they'll come for you. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Oh, I thought the beast had wandered off. You're missing the point. There's no throne. There is no version of this where you come out on top. Maybe your army comes, and maybe it's too much for us, but it's all on you. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it.